Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. The rebound gets it back to Dame, pushes it across the timeline at two on five, slows it down. Now he attacks through the baseline and he lays it up off the left side of the window for two. Dame gets the pass from Hazonia. He dribbles, fades from 14. Yes! 21 for Damian Lillard on 8 of 11 shooting. Dame across the timeline. Comes around the Nurkic screen. Straight away, three-pointer on the way. It's good! Dame defended by Finney Smith. Dribbles behind his back. Comes around from behind his screen. Defended by Kleba now. Crosses over. He's going to take a three over Kleba for the tie and buries it! Damian Lillard, 61 points, and the Blazers needed him to beat the Mavericks 134 to 131. From the team perspective, Portland's now into the eighth spot, which gives them an advantage. They only have to win, assuming they stay there, they only have to win one game in a two-game playoff series. And individually, you're on a list, and it's you and Will Chamberlain. It's a good place to be, PK. Three 60-point games in one season. It is Dame. Not Damien. There was four dames to one Damien there. Come on. Get with the times. Dame. No. That's unusual. That answer right there. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Couldn't have predicted that one. (laughs) The more you watch this, do you start to question how much is he going to take it to the Lakers and how much are they going to be able to corral him? Oh, I told you a week ago I thought they could beat him. So I'm not questioning anything. They could beat him. Simple as that. Spurs beat the Rockets. The Rockets sitting fourth in the West right now, and that looks like it's going to make it a little harder for them to catch the Nuggets. I think it could still happen, but it's a lot less likely right now. The Spurs trying to keep their hopes alive of getting in the playoffs. They, uh, The Spurs, the Suns, the Grizzlies... Uh, all just percentage points apart in the race to get to the nine spot and play Portland in that play-in series. Your Phoenix Suns, a perfect 7-0 in the bubble. Does that make Booker, you know, the MVP is the best player on the best team. They're the best team in the bubble. How is he not bubble MVP? I don't know that you just go strictly by record. If that's all you go by, then yeah. But it, it could be Dame. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. You just—it's not just a mathematical equation. The NBA, you have spoken it into existence, PK. It's horrific, but it's happening. And all seeding games team and player of the seeding games. Well, there's a trophy oh. you can put up on the wall. I want a coach too. How about Bobby Williams? Restart coach of the year. How about the restart comeback? Come on, let's do it. Restart sixth man. Load them all up. What the heck? This is turning into like a Hollywood award show. If the regular awards are the uh, are the Academy Awards, I don't know. What are these? What's the one where they sit around the table, Yach? They're all sitting around the table drinking. I can't remember the That's name. That's uh, Friday night at the James household. There we go. Five-player first team, five-player second team. The awards are going to be announced Saturday afternoon, so look forward to that. DJ and PK. Oh, one more thing before you go. Stop. Hashtag Stop it. NFL. Stop it.
Stop. I've, I want to mention Giannis Antetokounmpo and the headbutt. PK, how much do you have to suspend a guy for headbutting? You can't let this slide. I mean, I know he's a star and they don't want him to miss games and all that, but holy cow, you can't headbutt guys. That's totally out of the line, over the line, out of bounds. In the in the trees. Uh, yeah, I, sure, yeah, I would agree. That, that would be some form of suspension, you would think, yeah. If there's a fairness in the rules of uh, punishment, then there would be at least a, a single game. How many does Milwaukee have left? Uh, I would assume we're down to the point where they got a single game left, but I would have to check their schedule. There are some teams that have two, uh, so they, they might have a couple, but I, I think we're pretty much getting right down to it here. Yeah, they got one left. They're playing Memphis on Thursday. Well, certainly that game would be something that he would sit down and maybe they can justify it by giving him the one game. He probably wasn't going to play anyway. That didn't seem like much of a penalty. But they don't want to suspend him for playoff games. Kind of paints him into a corner there. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. The first day, you feel a little bit like an outcast. That was part of harder for me than the sickness. It's feeling like I can't go here and affect this person. All of a sudden, I'm the problem. When you used to fixing the problem, I was like, I'm the problem. That's Anthony Lynn, the Chargers head coach. He had COVID-19. Uh, his symptoms included body aches and a cough. And as he says, the, uh, the issue that he, suddenly he's the problem. He's not the coach who fixes problems. He's the problem. Had to quarantine. Yeah, wait till he gets uh, something that's going to cause him to die. He's really going to set him back when, when you realize that your life is really, really short. And there's nothing that the doctors can do about it. We've all been in that situation. Obviously not personally because we're still living. But parents, whoever it might be, friends, spouses, children even. Thanks. Uh, the Washington football team announced they will have no fans in the stands this fall at FedEx Field. Expecting there'll be some NFL teams in their massive stadiums to try to get in ten or 20,000 fans or whatever, depending on whatever the local rules are. But Washington, nothing. There'll be no fans at all. Look like a baseball game. Maybe they'll put some cutouts there behind the bench or something. Dallas Cowboys, the players, the staff, they're going to set up their own version of a training camp bubble. Summer home, five-star Omni Hotel next to the uh, Cowboys practice facility. So they expect the majority of the team to stay there and just walk back and forth. Completely isolated. Makes sense. Yeah. As long as... uh, you know, Damian Lillard told us everyone can't follow the rules. As long as the Cowboys can get everybody to follow the rules. Dame. DJ. Well, I got something to oh, say what, how what it relates got? to uh, college football here, and we'll get to it in a second. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. No, it's not. You, you I hear that, and I, I can't acknowledge uh, that that would even be uh, – a possible conversation unless you delay the fall you can't ask in my opinion of a player in a contact sport like football to play two seasons within a calendar year you can't i mean you can't do that that's urban meyer right there saying no to spring football and it seemed like there was a uh, choruses of no that's just going to be too hard on too many players bodies and as much as people have talked about it, when we had Mark Harlan on months ago, that was one of the things on their list was spring football. And certainly we heard a lot about that in the last 24 hours, but Urban's just saying a big old no-go to that. So keep that in the back of your mind as, uh, as we move towards spring and people keep talking about spring football. No. 
Yeah, well, there may be a possibility of a reduced and started in the winter, and then you start the other one. The other one, it's not actually, I always saw a fall camp in fall. In August is not fall. <laughs> right. And, and so they say that. I always say training camp rather than fall camp because it's not fall camp in, when it's 95 degrees out in August. And so you can move that. You'd have to take some alterations. You're just not going to take a season, stick it in the spring, and then everything's going to be the same. Yeah. I mean, I've had my doubts about the spring. It's just like the, that you just keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. It's like you look at the weather app at your, on your phone if you're at the beach and if it's cloudy. They just keep having uh, – it starts uh, – they start to show partial sun at 11 o'clock. And you look at your phone. Okay, let's just wait till 11. And then at noon, <laughs> they just keep pushing it back, pushing it back. Before you know it, it's four o'clock. When's this burning off? out today. Yeah, <laughs> sun, sun is not coming out today. And if you're in the South Bay, you, you make an adjustment, uh, and you go inland or you go down to Pedro because, what, for whatever reason, on the Palisades Peninsula, the sun shines on the east. When uh, over on the other side, it's just socked in. But nevertheless, we've seen that. So yeah, I understand what he was saying. I always had my doubts about that anyway. Well, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have made it official. They're postponing the fall sports season. And with the Pac-12, they uh, postponed everything through November and December. So that's impacting the start of the basketball season. A lot of non-league games go away. Of course, a lot of the non-league games aren't that interesting. And the Pac-12 does have a 20-game league season coming. So assuming they start January 1, which I don't think we should assume that too. But assuming they do, they got a 20-game league season. That's something to look forward to. But, yeah, they can easily increase that if they needed to also. Yeah, well, we've talked about that before. We would both be up for a 22-game league season. If that's what they decide to do, absolutely. More league games. Those are those are usually better than the non-league games anyway. There's a couple of marquee non-league games, but there's usually... Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. 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 And I was thinking about this. You know, obviously you have the uh, SEC and the ACC that and the Big 12. So right now those three... Uh, you get, I don't really care what they say right now uh, as far as, well, we're going to play because, you know, last week you, the, the other guys were was releasing schedules and whatnot. So that, whether they – as long as they say they're not going to play, they don't say that, then there's a hope. But just because they say they're going to play, we don't know that. But I was thinking about – you talk about that bubble with the, with the Cowboys. Now, you've got these, these Pac-12 guys who – these players, they thought they had some leverage. I really didn't think they had any leverage. Uh, and then they just wipe out their season, and you're just interchangeable, guys. And there's maybe three or four of you on a given team that aren't really interchangeable. The rest of you are. And you thought you had some leverage. Well, now, now you're, like, you're like, okay, well, forget what we said, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do whatever. I remember my first, my second job, the guys said they what 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 uh, what salary are you thinking? And I was feeling pretty bold, and I said, "Yeah, about three hundred week, three hundred a week. That's that's you know not thousand, that's dollars." And the guy looks at me, and he starts, "Oh wait, 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 wait!" <laughs> I think I would have taken it. Not that three hundred a week was a big money back then, but uh, I would have taken it for less. I think that's what these players would do. But also too, now in these other three leagues there, where they haven't said no yet, uh, I would think this is a tremendous wake-up call and like it it'll you don't need to preach to these kids guys you can't go to do this this and this you have got to practice what 
we've been told to practice with the masks and the facial and the social distancing, blah blah blah, and, and be smart and wash your hands, yada yada. This screams louder than any any Nick Saban yelling that <laughs> could happen. That if you want to have a season of any form, that you must do everything that you're told to do regarding uh, safety measures. And so in that way, I think that that just screams from the mountaintops to, to as the Cowboys are doing, to try. So it might, there might be a silver lining in this. It's not for the other two conferences, but for the other three. And the AAC hasn't said no yet either. It's, and then what? It's the Sun Belt. They haven't said no either. Sun Belt and Conference so, USA, right? Those conferences, uh, the, the kids, what do, you, what do you want here? You know, you, you, do you want to do something you're not supposed to, or do you want to play ball? Well, probably the answer is going to play. I want to going to be. I want to play ball. So this is a great opportunity to have that. If you at least start it, you know that's my big thing. They don't understand why they can't start it. I, I still don't understand what changed so dramatically from a few days ago until now. I, I just I can't wrap my hands around what is the biggest change. Well, we were hoping to have Dr. Petron on today to explain that to us, uh, but he uh, got a hold of Yak and canceled yesterday, so that's a no-go, and I don't think that was a one-day cancel, although I didn't talk to him. I don't think we're getting him tomorrow. Love to have him tomorrow, Friday, but Yak shaking his head in there like, that's not happening. That wasn't a one-day cancel you got. That I was said, a, a long-term cancel. He essentially said, I will let you know when I can come back on with you. Guys. Okay. So, left me with the impression it would be a while. Uh, I... I think that it was a recommendation from the medical committee. I, I think that's what it was. You know, what had the medical committee told them before, and then what did they come back in and tell them then? You know, we were right at the end of a show, and I was, you know, reading multiple stories on the web during a break, and I read you that line, PK, and you're like, well, that's what I wanted to hear. And it was a line that the medical committee delivered some sobering news. And there is a tweet out there. Um, there's a couple things I've seen. One is that there are people right now lamenting that the different conferences are listening to different doctors and medical people well, who are, are giving them different answers. Why is that lamenting? Why? So, who nominated somebody? That was right? the word they used in the story. Well, that's a dumb word to use in the story. <laughs> okay. So the uh, there's a. Um, uh, there's a tweet out from uh, Stuart Mandel that the SEC right now is being told you need to test every three days. If you test on Wednesday for a Saturday game, you're good to go. And the Pac-12 Medical Committee said it depends on whether you're red, orange, or yellow. And if you're in the red zone, which uh, I, Southern California and Arizona have been. I don't know about Northern California. But if you're, uh, you know, and the positive tests are coming back over 7.5% or over 10% or whatever rate they're coming back at, then you got to test every day. Well, I don't know that you can even get those tests back that fast. Yeah, but you know? I don't know that you're right that you need to be tested every day. You're taking people's words and act like it's coming right from God without any question. Because That's, it comes I, back to I never to the, do that. Be, right, but the, the presidents do because it comes back to liability, and if they end up getting sued when their own and they ignored their own medical people, they're going to lose. And how in the world are you supposed to prove I got COVID because I joined the football team? Where is that going to stand up? Rudy Gobert got it. Oh, and he gave it to Donovan. Well, all the jazz people said, wait a second. 
And by how fans, we, I mean, yeah. how do you know he gave it? How do you even know who we, how he got it? You and don't. how do you know who he gave it to whom? Now, all of a sudden, we know all those answers. We're in March. We had all those people who were defending Rudy. We don't know that. Well, now we know. Boom. You would have gotten it, and that's going to stand up, and your liability is that? Come on. If you have an outbreak go through a team and it's 15 or 20 players... I don't think you're going to convince people in a courtroom. And they're all risk-adverse, so they're shutting it down. I think that's why it's happening. Yeah, well, that, but yet, that those are two that aren't. And then you got over here, so we'll see. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The pitch to Shaw. Swing and a line drive. Base hit. Ball game over. RBI game-winning base hit by Travis Shaw, driving in Anthony Alford for a 5-4 walk-off win in downtown Buffalo. A win in Buffalo. Something we haven't heard before, but it's working for the Blue Jays, so I guess there's no time adapting, and at least we won't have to listen to them talk about uh, what a disadvantage it was not to play at home. Came out and won the first one right out of the gate. Yeah, that was weird because I'm watching it, and, and you know, normally you turn on a game and you have a certain visible uh, awareness. Oh, they're playing in this stadium. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, I'm, I'm racking my brain because I forgot for a second, where is this game? Because I don't recognize, you know, a fly ball. You, you, you from from Toronto to Seattle to San Diego to Chicago. You, you, you just know, and <laughs> right. everywhere in between, you, you understand. You just you're familiar with. You've watched the sport of it at any length. You just see the surroundings. Oh, that's where the game is. Before you even know where the team, who the teams are. So it was a little weird for a second. I was discombobulated. This is discombobulating. We were just talking about Charlie Blackman trying to hit 400. Forget it. The new goal is hitting 500, PK. That's a must-check box score now every day until he cools off and gets to 350 or something. Uh, Three for four. Scored twice. Drove in a run. Crazy game. Uh, He and the Rockies end up beating the Diamondbacks 8-7. What looked like a a pitcher's duel. It was 2-2 in the eighth. Six in the eighth for Colorado, and then five in the ninth for Arizona, and eight seven. And Charlie Blackman cannot be stopped. Three for four, and has the average up to five hundred. Well, uh, that was in Colorado, and it was a pitching duel because it was in Colorado, eight to seven. That's a pitching duel in Colorado. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this kid, this guy's just un- unbelievable here. And sure, it's not one hundred sixty-two. But I was thinking about that. Did Ted Williams play one hundred sixty-two? Nobody puts an asterisk on that, do they? Uh, he would have played 154. It was right. a full season back then. Right. Now, that's a big difference between 60 and 154. I understand that. And it's not a full, complete season. But nevertheless, if he should do it, that's a phenomenal accomplishment over 60 games. Well, we'll just keep checking those box scores and see how long he can sustain this because 500 is uh, unbelievable. This absolutely nuts off the charts uh, best team in baseball keep passing that around it was the Yankees who were off to an awesome start and then it was Oakland with their long winning streak and now it's the Cubbies they improved to 11 and 3 they haven't played as many games as everybody because uh, they lost some games with the Cardinals but still 11 and 3 a great start they pounded Cleveland 7 to 1 Jason Hayward drove in four runs and the Cubbies four and a half games up on the Reds the Brewers and the Cardinals everybody else in that division has a losing record they're sprinting can they clinch by Labor Day in a 60-game season? Uh, well, yeah, sure. I guess so. 
Possible. I wouldn't think so, but possible. Ramon Laureano suspended six games for charging the dugout. The Houston Astros pitching coach Alex Cintron banned 20 games. That's all for that brawl that took place on Sunday. Uh, Laureano's appealed the suspension. Did they give him six games knowing they're going to take it down to three or four? Should we just pencil that in now? I would say minimum four. You can't charge dugouts. Even if you've been baited and hit three times, you can't charge dugouts. Something nasty yeah. about your mother being said. That's what he said. Something in Spanish that's really nasty. Doug Carlos Stan's going to be out for a month with a grade one hamstring. Aaron Boone giving us the word on that. He's going to miss at least 18 games. So, yeah, it's about time. Seems to be injured every year. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That is Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, the Joe Ingle Show. Ooh, the early version. Joe is next. Stay with us. We'll talk with Joe next. Cindy Bourne, sports reporter for the Washington Post, covering everything that's happened in college football. Will join us at 8 o'clock. Joe's coming up. Stay with us. DJ and PK. Hot Takes and Toast brought to you by Master Electrical Services. Master Electrical always open during this challenging time. Call Master Electrical at 801-543-2222 for upfront pricing and your satisfaction is guaranteed. Master Electrical will light up your day. PK News this morning that Oklahoma State is going to play Tulsa. So if you're looking for games to put on BYU's schedule uh, from the Big 12, cross off uh, Oklahoma State off Tom Homo's list. Big 12, you get uh, nine conference games, and then you get one home non-conference game. Okay, let me get that list. Oklahoma State. All right, that cross. Got it? All right. TCU, Texas Tech, Iowa State, there's still some possibilities out there from the Big 12. But no to Oklahoma State. Okay. I didn't like that dude with the mullet anyway. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm 40. He just grates on you. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really, any, at don't really point, care. At this any, point. any opponent is a good opponent. If Tom can get 10 games and they can actually play 10 games, I don't care who they are, just do it. You know, I mean, you only need nine, I guess. Uh, you got uh, one for sure. You, uh, for sure. I mean, put that in quotation marks. Uh, go forward and whatever you can come up with at this point. I saw Army scheduled a game with Georgia Southern, and Army's got uh, one game between the first weekend and mid-November. So there's some opening dates, open dates there for Army if they keep playing. Yeah. I wanted to hear from Ute fans this morning. Hey, hanging on, where are you? Because, you know, this is your program. And when we get to that, we got Joe Ingles coming up now, but we can get that later in the show. All right, we'll do that. DJ and PK, it is time to bring in the man, the myth, the legend. This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show <laughs> with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. 
The Joe Ingles Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joe, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I was going to say, y'all rested, y'all relaxed. You sound slightly caffeinated, to be honest with you. No, nah, I literally, my alarm went off probably 10 minutes ago. And I literally walked out of my bed, turned my coffee machine on, which just ticked over to the right uh, temperature. Um, and now I'm just sitting on my bed. <laughs> wait, waiting for you guys to leave me alone so I can make my coffee. <laughs> well, Joe, you know, my father told me, you know, you get paid an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. Do you feel guilty, man? Because you're, you're only like working half a day these days during games. What's going on? Half a day? I've been working about two hours a day for 15 years. <laughs> well, half a game then. Come on, man. I know, I know for the last 15 years I've been very, very lucky to, to do what I do to make a lot of money. So, um, yeah. You ready? Ready when postseason starts to get the minutes back up? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously I just do what I'm told. and um, We're not in the, the meetings or the um, – the, the numbers guys that, that, that put the numbers together of how much is it, it, a good amount to play or not to play or, or to practice. Um, we, we've got practice right after after this call um, this morning. So um, same kind of thing. We, we get pulled in and out of practice um, as well. And obviously we've we've got people in place that make those decisions. That's definitely, definitely not coming from me. Um, so we obviously just kind of do what we we are told to do, more or less. <laughs> so do you get to lobby Quinn at all? You've got a long consecutive street game going. I mean, he could break that, telling you what to do. Do you tell him, "Come on, give me fifteen minutes. I can I can help these young no, guys improve." Yeah, yeah no, he's um, it, it's funny because obviously the other game we we had a couple guys actually a little bit banged up and um. So they obviously didn't. I think I was the only starter that played, or someone else might have. But um, I actually didn't even. There was no. <laughs> there was no conversation with me about um, what the plan was. I just got told I was I was playing and probably going to play a little bit less, but I was definitely going to play. And I think that's just. Um, I, I mean, I, I want to play. I, I don't want. I don't want to see that. Um, I think we've kind of had this. We've talked about this a little bit on on the show before but I just don't um, not that I don't believe in like resting or anything like that but if obviously if I'm if I feel healthy and I feel like I can help our team if it's for 10 minutes or if it's for 40 minutes I obviously want to be out there Quinn knows that and, and respects that and um, so I'm yeah I'm, I'm going to be out there regardless I actually had a I did an interview yesterday with someone about something else and it, and it came up and it came up that obviously guys have have rested and stuff like that and my thoughts on it and um, I had said that basically that it, it, even with this situation with the, the virtual fans and um, like League Pass or however else you can watch at the moment ESPN um, I know being a part of an NBA team is or a part of the Jazz everybody's really watching Donovan and Rudy like I know that they're the face of our organisation 
but I know somewhere in the world or some virtual fan has paid money to watch me. Like, I know there's at least one person that wants to watch me play. <laughs> maybe it's family, maybe it's friends, maybe it's a kid who's... Um, I don't know why, but I'm his favourite player because there's way better players than me, but that one person I, I want to... You know, it might be the one time they can afford to, 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 to watch or to get on the virtual fan or buy a league pass for one game and they want to watch me play or, or come to Vivint when when we are in, in the stadium, come to Vivint and it's, their parents have saved up their money to, to go to one game and maybe somehow or some silly reason I'm his favourite player and, and he wants to watch me play. So I want to be out there as um, every game. That's just a, a part of how I've always played. So we've seen as a team and you individually, the shots are going in more. Uh, is that a matter of man, just, uh, well, of course they're going to go in. If they weren't going in before, they'll go in. So you have the uh, you know, shooting percentages are what they are. So if you miss a few, then make a few. Or how much is it is more so maybe the team and everybody individually getting more comfortable playing in this environment, in the bubble, playing more comfortable without Bogdanovich, or maybe a combination of all that stuff? Yeah, honestly, I think a, a little bit of all of those things you said um, put together, I think, we again, <laughs> like with the the rest and the numbers of that. Obviously, there's, there's a lot of analytics and stuff in basketball now, and um, a part of that is shooting too. Like if you if you're a forty percent shooter, more or less, if you shoot enough shots over a long period of time, you, you're going to shoot give or take your your percentage. And um, I think the the different thing with our team shooting too is we, we don't take bad shots. We're not. I mean, it might happen every now and then. I think obviously it happens with every team at some time of, of the season or whatever. But if you look at it over, I mean, say, these seven games or whatever we've played here, like the amount of shots that... I mean, maybe you guys would look at them differently, um, not knowing what we're trying to do or whatever it is. But I think even fans and jazz fans that have watched us for a little while would sit there and be like, man, these, like, we don't take bad shots. We don't have guys taking shots that are crazy. Um, we know the system we know what shots we're trying to get when to take them um, Quinn's tells everyone individually kind of not when when or whatever to shoot but different times there's obviously different guys that are, have more leeway than others and stuff like that so we, we all kind of know our roles I guess and um, all those things getting used to know we were talking about it the other day with um like not having fans and guys that aren't shooters, the guys that feel that pressure of the crowd and all that, like it's easier for them because there's no pressure. There's no one in the crowd. There's five people in the, the crowd helping clean the floor and whatever. So, um, yeah, all those things combined, I think, play a part in us just being more comfortable. And um, uh, the, the biggest one for me is just shooting our shots. At, like if you're open shooter, if we run a set and you get the ball and it's where you want it to shoot it. If, if you're not, obviously move the ball or, or make a play. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely becoming more comfortable all around. I'm curious with the young guys, uh, what has really impressed you? What can we watch? I, I always hear from NBA coaches and scouts like bring one skill that can really help the team. If you have one thing you're really good at, rebounding, shooting, defending, whatever it is, if you have one big-time NBA skill, you can help the team. And I know you're generally going to be supportive of all the young guys because that's how you always are when you come on. But as you practice with these guys, you probably have thought, hey, this guy can do this one thing. He does it really well. 
kind of yeah, educate the fans yeah. a little bit. What are these young guys bringing? Yeah, well, I think first and foremost, they, the, the energy and stuff like that is um, is pretty unreal, especially at my age and stuff. I look at them running around, I'm like, I don't know how you guys do that because I cannot do that. Um, but I actually had the, well, what you said at the start of that, I, I've had that conversation with a few of them of like, you look around the league and there's there's, there's only a very kind of handful of players that are, are kind of doing a bit of everything or are great at at, at several things um, to break a team to break a, a rotation and then a starting five or whatever your kind of goal is or, or what you want to get out of your career it's exactly what you said like you need to be unbelievable at something like really good at something and then some I think depending on how good like if you say I'm the best defender in the league like you can you can be in a starting five and probably any team if you can add like three corner corner threes if you can add pick and roll if you can add like whatever that is but if you've got one thing like you said it's it goes a long way to to kind of I think like opening the door and then you can kind of build on it and build on it and I think um, I've had that conversation with a few of our young guys like hey if you want to make this team or like right now, if you were to play, like your role is going to be this. Like uh, I've said it to, uh, I think the the two that have played the most is probably Mia and and uh, and Rajon kind of consistently here. Um, and for them, it's like we don't we don't need you doing too much. Like obviously, if you get an opportunity to to, to play pick and roll, to, like that's we're, we're, no one's going to run over and take the ball out of your hands. But they know their role. Like come in and they're going to get a chance on the best player to defend them for a little bit or they're going to be whatever it is and so so be really solid defensively um, obviously rebound and, and close the possession and then I was about to swear then then get out get out and sprint to the corners or, or sprint the lanes and um, or if they rebound it they're, they're bringing it up we're, we're a pretty versatile team with that so um, and I think for, for them like if you look at one of them, like you just say Mia for example like if he's if he's in there with Three of the starters, or two, of the, like he, he, his biggest asset to what he can bring to us is that energy and that like getting up and defending. And uh, he did a really good job on um, DeRozan the other day when we played the Spurs and stay down in shot face. He stays down in shot face. He put out around the floor, hits a couple threes of the, the, the shots we want. Like swing, swing, suit the ball. Like, it doesn't really matter who it is in that stage. Probably it's Rudy. Rudy's probably the only one that's not shooting threes in our team right now. Um, and they've, they've all done, and not to, to kind of just name those two or whatever, but they've all, all the guys that have come in have, have played their role and, and not try to do too much, um, not try to kind of not exist out there. They've all tried to do it. They kind of stand their, their authority on the game a little bit in, in their own individual way. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been really good. They've, they've all played well when they've played together as a group of five or whatever it's been, or with like one or two of them out there with, with the starters, it's been, uh, it's been good. So watching Donovan the other day was sure a lot of fun against the Nuggets, man. He was sensational. 
And I got a theory. I want to run it by you and tell me if it makes any sense <laughs> to you. Yeah. I know. I'm. I got that, and I was thinking about this all week, and I voiced it on the air on the air earlier in the week. But I want to get your thought on it. He's obviously decided that he's going to be socially active, and he's going to speak up. He's going to be on social media, and he's going to you know, wore a bulletproof vest. We all know what he's done. He came out when I don't know how much you're following American politics, but the Democratic Party, Joe Biden announced a, a running mate and Donovan had something to say on that on Twitter so whether you like it or not that's not the point the point is that he's stepped up his game from that perspective now if you want your voice to be heard well who's the loudest voice we have in the league well it's LeBron because he's been viewed as the best player for 10 years so my theory is if you want to be uh, an activist Great. So so be it. If that's what you want to do, if you don't want to do it, that's fine too. But if you want to do it, you got to have the game on the court to back it up, because nobody's going to somebody who's getting ten minutes a game and asking them what their political beliefs are. And if you want that avenue, you got to have the game to match it. So if you're a Jazz fan, it's good news to have him do this other stuff, because now he's got to got to put up or shut up basically out on the floor. And I think we've seen this in in. In Orlando, I mean, he was sensational in so many clutch situations. So from the Jazz perspective, in terms of having them win, he's put himself out there. Now he's got to get the game to match the voice. You buy that theory? Well, <laughs> like yes, yes, and no. I guess I, I agree with with a lot of it. I think, uh, regardless of, especially obviously, Donovan's platform is what it is now because of what he'd done previous to the game you're talking about or getting to, to this bubble or, or whatever it is. Um, and I think um, regardless of obviously he, he, for me in my mind like he, he's always going to play well. Like he might not have he might not have 30 points but he's got 8 assists and he's got re- like there's a lot there's more good games than not from Donovan and, and not just scoring and that's what, what we expect from him like if you're not having a good night of scoring then get guys involved so that is what it is I, I think like you said with um, him him talking about all the issues that he's he's talked about you, you've got to you've got to be you've got to be really intelligent and you've got to really know what you're talking about otherwise people are just going to think you're full of dog poo poo and he's Done a, I think he's done a really good job, and that's from a guy who, again, from a few weeks ago, like I'm not from here. I, I don't know probably as much as what I should or, or what I could know. And, and I've done sat down with him. I've sat down with other people. I've listened to my team. I've listened to. I've read articles, all that. But once you once you start voicing that, like you said, like you, you've got to be <laughs> locked in and, and and know what you're talking about at the right time and. Like you said, if you're going to tweet something about Biden and what he does, like you've got to know what you're talking about because there's a lot of people out there that don't play basketball that do know what they're talking about. Like just regular people, I'm saying, not not people in the office or people in just a, just regular baby basketball fans that, that know exactly what they're talking about and the point they're trying to get across and whether they believe it's right or wrong or, or whatever it is. So I think he's done a, especially at his age, to, uh, to, to take that kind of responsibility and, and, and run with it and and I think he's done an unbelievable job, and I think that's why it kind of makes him sad a, a little bit with like reading some of the comments that get put on on his stuff or on on the team stuff. 
um, about him or about the, the issues or, or about not supporting the jazz, like stuff like that. And it's um, it's kind of sad because it's, and I don't want to get kind of too deep into it on a Thursday morning, but um, just the, the, the obviously the intentions of it, stuff like that, and it's still coming out that it's that we're doing a, a bad thing or that we're not that we're disrespecting the flag and stuff like that, and obviously there's absolutely no part of that. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of Donovan to be, to be his teammate and for him to stand up for what he stood up for and. Um, yeah, it, it, like you said, it, it definitely kind of, I guess, helps. Um, but you also, like you said, you, you've got to put your money where your mouth is and you've got to, at the end of the day, the stress or the pressure or, or whatever it is that you, you're feeling with, with taking on these issues, he's still got to go out there and, and play really good basketball. Um, and he, he's done an unbelievable job, obviously, small sample size of of that, but, but I, I just don't see... It, it doesn't affect him... People can say that what they want, like as an NBA player or an AFL player, or I mean, you guys probably get it. Like if you, if you don't have thick skin, of you guys have opinion. I've listened to the show twice on those two drives in, and like you guys have opinions of things, and you guys talk about things, and if, and people are going to disagree with you. And if you're getting your feelings about it and and stuff like that, then then it can be a long day or a long week or a long month. And um, he, he does a good job a really good job of of standing up for what he believes in first and foremost and then not letting it affect him when, when people obviously either disagree with him or attack him. Um, he he kind of, not laughs it off, but that kind of analogy kind of laughs it off and then goes and plays basketball um, and does a, a hell of a job of, of both of those, I think. The best part isn't when they uh, rip you or when they tell you something that you've literally lived for 30 years. Uh, The best part is when you talk about something for a long time and then they summarize it in 140 characters and don't summarize it spot on because how can you, you know, summarize some of these issues, you know, in three sentences. Yeah. yeah, I still think one of the the greatest, and we try to do it, I think it was last year with... with, uh, with Epe Udo and a few of us, we, we'd try to, uh, I guess, had ideas, but like, and I still would, I don't know if it's possible, I don't know if it's something that isn't meant to be told that because we, we didn't get it done, but having having like an open forum type, like if, can you imagine, like imagine if, if Donovan, myself, Quinn, I don't know who else, five or six athletes from the, from the jazz, Steve Stark, whoever it is, and had like an open for when sat in the middle of Vivint, had it sold out, or not selling tickets, but had people come and listen and listen to these stories. Like I was saying before last week, mm-hmm. like they listened to this, some of these stories if guys were, were open to telling them. Hear it from their perspective, see their, the, the faces of, of pain and, and fear and sadness and stuff like that when they're talking about it. And um, we'd, we'd brought it up a couple of times without potentially, obviously it's, it's very hard, especially with with the world now and stuff like that but um, I think it could be something really powerful one day if we can um, whenever the day is that we can sell out again, um, or not just there somewhere else whatever but just just having that open discussion so they can hear it and like there's a lot I, I honestly believe there's a lot of people that just don't care they're not gonna gonna listen or, or want to listen um, but there's also a lot of people out there that are going to listen to Donovan Mitchell, like we were saying before, like he has that voice. So, um, 
yeah, hopefully, hopefully people understand the, the reasons behind what, what the NBA is doing and, and what the Jazz players are doing. Well, you have pretty good access to a radio station and a TV station if you really want to do it, because you can't put 20,000 people in an arena right now, or 18,000 through the six. But, I'd uh, get in more trouble for trying to do that. Yeah, you? right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, I'm serious, Joe. You do have that. And, you know, if your teammates want to do that, uh, the, the radio station and TV station I work at, I, I'm sure it would give you a platform yeah, to tell those, I just, I tell like those stories unedited. It's so much more in person. It's so much more powerful. But I understand, obviously, with the world at the moment that's who knows how long that would be we um, we know we got to cut you loose because you do have to go to practice you weren't kidding about that but they're opening the bubble to to friends and family here with some of the teams leaving here in a couple days there'll, there'll be more space and bring people in are your wife and kids going to come down or no uh not right now um obviously we've renee's 25 weeks pregnant now and um jake is still doing therapy and stuff like that so we we honestly haven't haven't talked about it um, but we'll, we'll kind of see what happens but I just don't it's a lot more effort to kind of get him here um, get him like get Jacob resituated and he, he's like I said he's doing really well in therapy at the moment it's something you don't want to kind of mess with a little bit um, as much as I would love to see him but um, yeah we'll, just, we'll, we'll see maybe, maybe for a few days or something like that if, they, if they're allowed to come but they've got to quarantine as well and I don't really want my kids quarantining in a hotel room, even if it is only a few days or something like that. It's tough enough at, <laughs> at home full time, never mind uh, in a hotel. So um, I doubt it, but, but we'll see what happens. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate it. And we'll look no forward worries. to uh, seeing you in the game. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Joe Ingles, I guess, was seeing him in the game for, what do you think, PK, 13 minutes, 14 minutes? It's not going to be 20. Yeah, it's it's not going to be 20. Yeah. All right, there's Joe Ingles joining us early because of practice. We appreciate us him uh, him working us in. He's, he's missed a f- small handful of shows over the years, but uh, a lot of times it would be easy for him to miss, and he doesn't. Gets up, sets the alarm, talks to us, and then heads off to practice. All right, coming up, Cindy Bourne, sports reporter for the Washington Post. The latest on college football. What are the uh, three uh, power leagues going to do? ACC, SEC, Big 12, what does she know? We'll talk with Cindy Bourne in about 15 minutes. Yogi Roth on the Pac-12, shutting it down at 9.05. Stay with us. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. You know I was babysat until 8th grade. Dolores Arnold used to babysit me every day after school. And Dolores? Her husband. Yeah. Like how you got like 220-pound 8th grade hands. Would Can we not focus on that? You're like, hey, Dolores. Hi, Hans. I think it's funny the thought of a 8th grade Hans Olsen probably pushing two bills. He's <laughs> sitting in and being babysat. You guys let me know when you're done so I can finish my story. Tell us more about Dolores. Anyways, her husband, Don, liked MASH. Sitting next to Don on the couch watching MASH. Hey, (laughs) Don, can I borrow your shaver? (laughs) Catch Hans and Scotty every day. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealer. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. DJ PK brought to you in part by Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action now. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call Action today at 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. Just in the last couple minutes, I'm seeing on Twitter, Big 12's got uh, some kind of press conference called for noon Eastern, 10 o'clock Mountain Time. See what they say. They say more of what they've been saying or they say something new, but... 
couple hours away from that, PK. All right, uh, we just had uh, Joe Ingles on. Uh, any takeaway from that? For the people just hopping on who just heard the end of it and are frustrated because Joe went early this morning? Well, Joe's gone early a few times since he's been uh, in this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, shots are going to fall, man. Just keep the offense going and they take the right shot. And over time, if you're a halfway decent shooter, you're going to make shots. And I really believe that uh, as far as Donovan goes, the onus is on him now to play well. You want a voice. You got to play well. I mean, they're, they're, the better you play, a, the louder your voice can be. The more yeah, people I mean, listen to just it. Just look at LeBron. He's chosen to be active, obviously. It's his choice. And, well, you know, he's a great, great player. Nobody denies that. I mean, he's top five, top ten, wherever you want to put him. And to me, if you make top ten all the time, wow, you're awesome. Uh, and so let him do that, man. As far as the team puts him on notice, you want the voice, you got to got to produce as as joe said to quote joe put your money where your mouth is dj and pk cindy Bourne, sports reporter for the washington post is next